We're dedicating this year. We're dedicating this year to the our brothers, Achenu Kobes Yisrael, to our brothers and sisters, specifically uh, that we know that they are uh, in in enemy territory, and Hashem Bischus, as we know, Achayim. The is that the power of the Jewish people is Hakol Kol Yaakov, our power to win is through our speech, through our Torah, through our tefillah, and of course through our uh, not speaking Lashon Hara and working on ourselves, which we know is one and the same. We know that Vayhi Adam Lenefesh Chaya. As the Targum says, that a person is a ruach memalala, which means it's a, what separates us from the animals is the fact that we can speak. And what separates us, as the Kuzari says, there's, uh, there are four levels of, of, uh, of, of things that exist. There's domain, which is an inanimate object. There's a tzomeach. There's a plant, there's chai, there's animals, and then there's medaber. And there's human beings that, who can speak. And then the Kuzari says, there's, number, there's a fifth madrega, which is the madrega of Yisrael, which is the Jewish people. And that our speech is not just speech that separates us from the goyim, but our speech is that we have the ability to work Right? That's why we have purity of speech. Uh, the book Purity of Speech uh, to work on ourselves, to work on uh, uh, being someone who is a person who, who gives life to somebody else in their speech, says a good morning, says a good word. As we know in the beginning, he starts off with purity of speech. That speech can do both. It can destroy somebody and it can, and it can uh, give life to somebody. Uh, to, to say something good, to say something nice. So this year, as we t- t- talk together, as we learn together, uh, we're hopefully using our speech. Uh, not only are we learning the halachas of Lashon Hara, but hopefully this time together uh, is, is here to, to strengthen ourselves, to strengthen Claudius, or especially coming off of yesterday. I didn't... Um, I have to go through the year from yesterday... I, I want to listen to it again. We have to edit a few things. Um, yesterday we were Zoha to have, uh, you know, Josh with us and to talk about, um, you know, what he's going through and what he went through. Um, and the schus to have one of our very own soldiers with us to share, to be in the base medrash. Uh, it was very emotional for me and I know for many just to have him here and to hear from him and to listen to him and to sing afterwards together. It was something very special. Okay, so with that in mind, let's begin with Allah. I think we're going to try and remind me. Oh, we have to start with the, uh, the uh, tefillah. And the tefillah is, is um, Avi, you say because I always botch it up. Please. One thing I want to add is Right. Uh, then it's good. 
So I think the way you put it is, Hashem, please grant me the serenity to accept the people that I cannot change. Oh, slow, slow down, right? Because <laughs> that's really dollar for this. I don't want, I want to accept people who I cannot change. Do you know? The courage to change the one I can. And the wisdom to know, the wisdom and the humility to know that that person is me. We have to chazer that over. We, why, why do I like that so much? Thank you, Avi. Thank you, Avi. I, 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 I want to I chazer it over because it's so deep. To accept, the, to accept people who I cannot change. To accept, to accept that, that I can't change someone. That, and it's not my business to change anyone. It's not my business. And when we look, when it comes to Lashon Haras, we're going to speak now, we'll say the halacha. It's all because like, I want things to be different in you. I want you to be different. It's like controlling. I want you to be different. I want you to be different. Hashem, help me accept that you are who you are, and that's it. You're beautiful. It's accepting that you can't change them, and right. also accepting them in your life. Right. You right. are who you are. And exactly, right, right. Nice, I like that. See, we're going we're gonna to make a whole Torah from this, this thing. Say that again, you so I love it. It's true. Number one is accepting that I can't... You can't change them. Right. You can't change the people. They're going to stay the way they are. Right. And after that, to accept them in that state where you can't... Right, right. And it's so good because, thank you, Yisrael, because I think it's so, I think those are so connected. Yeah. I think they're so connected. You know, it's the cat. It's the meowing of the cat, which is so powerful. Like, you don't, we do not get surprised when the cat is meowing. But we get surprised when someone who we've lived with for 19 years, 20 years, and then as you get older, that's even more like you get say get so upset at that person again. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you know my mother said this. I can't believe my father said this. Like you've been hearing that for longer than you've heard the cat meowing. So the second that you that you accept that there's nothing I can do, it's like that pain or whatever it might be. Then you could just say, okay, that's who they are. Now I have an opportunity to see the good in them. But we fight. We keep on fighting. Oh, love it. Yisrael, thank you, Yisrael. I love it, I love it, I love it. I love it. And then, and then you're able to go into yourself. It's like we spend all of our, it's like one of, my, one of the quotes that I love so much is stop spending time and energy and mental energy and emotional energy in arguing with someone. And spend that mental and emotional energy understanding the person. So it's the same with us. Like we spend so much mental and emotional energy on like, you know, what's going out over there or in that person's life. Take all of that energy and, and put it into you. It's like, it's beautiful. Okay, so we're up to page 77, um, day 28. Um, says the Chavetz Chaim, um, okay, um, yeah, you know what? Let's do the. Let's actually do the uh, the top. Well, there's a long halachas, but it's fine. Let's let's just begin. The satan, an ominous word. I don't even know what that means. What's ominous mean? It's, like it it's what? Scary. Yeah. 
Spooky, scary. Thank you. A scary dangerous. word. A what? Dangerous. Like having danger to it. We put that in there. Look at that. Thank you, guys. A scary word. Scary word. A word that conjures up an image of a mean accuser prosecuting, which is very no good to what we were just talking about against the Jewish people. Unfortunately, the vicious sudden can be awakened through our very own actions. How? When a Jew speaks Lashon Hara against another Jew, he empowers the Satan to prosecute against us before the judge Hashem. Why? Because when a Jew finds faults in his fellow Jew, a measure for measure, the Satan finds faults in the Jewish people. In the word of the Zohar, this sin, sin brings plague, sword, and murder to the world. How crazy is that? It's crazy. That's what brings plague, sword, and murder to the world. That's why it's so amazing that we are, when a person judges and finds fault with another Jew. So us sitting here doing this is, is helping uh, the opposite. It's helping fix and, and heal the world. The Chavetz Chaim warns, Woe to those who awaken this evil force through engaging in forbidden speech. They pay no heed to the holy words of the Zohar. Chavetz Chaim. Unbelievable. Okay, here we go. You talk, Lashnar, what? Is that only if you make a meter or that one person? No, he says for Klal Yisrael. He says it's very powerful. Yeah, Zohar. Chavetz Chaim. I'm not just... Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying, of course. Yeah, when you judge favorably, you talk favorably, you learn Hilchus Lashon Hara, we're working on that. So we're fixing the, the, yeah, yeah, if we only knew, incredible, that's why we're doing this. Okay, big one, joking. You talk Lashon Hara in a joking manner, this is a big one. Even if you are not talking out of hatred, you are even talking about a close friend or relative, and you mean it as a, uh, page 78, day 28, joke. If it implies something negative about the person, then you're not allowed to say it. Since my mother is so easygoing, she's a bit messy. Whenever we come to her house, the kitchen looks like a tornado hit it. The Rambam compares someone who talks Lashon in a joking manner to one who shoots poisonous arrows for fun and claims, I'm only joking. Although you're joking, he can cause untold damage. The Chavetz Chaim asks, look what a great Avera is. Lashon Hara, even if you love the person you are talking about and you mean it as a joke, is nevertheless forbidden. And people have this all the time. We're learning in Masil Shasharim now, um, which we're going to learn more about because we're talking about uh, the Averis that come when you hang out with people and, and, and verbal abuse is number one. It's the number one prevalent thing that people do. A lot of times people are friends with other people. They sit around, they call this guy, oh, you got to lose weight, you got to do this, and everyone's like, laugh, and they all were laughing together. No, you can't, do, you can't do that. You're not allowed to do that. Besides the fact that you're talking Lashon Hara, you're verbally abusing someone. Okay. Um, okay, we'll continue the next halacha next uh, tomorrow, Mitzvah Question, comments on that. And the JK, just kidding, does not, does not do it. You can't just go ahead and knock somebody down and say, just kidding. Doesn't, it doesn't, what? Yeah, no offense, right, exactly. No offense, just kidding, you know, and laughing, and we're all good, and we all laugh together. Doesn't, that's not a disclaimer, you can't do that. Yes, Yehuda. Someone speaks about themselves, and says something about himself, and then you react to it, and then find a way to say something else about it. But it's 
what, what, what do you mean? If I bring it upon myself? So if you throw with that, I'm jacked. And then I, I tell them, yeah, really jacked, you know? In a nice way. But let's say if it was in a, a mean way, not like saying something nice. Yeah, well, that would be verbal abuse to him. That's like onus tvarim. That's onus tvarim. He would say it about himself. Right, so, but so what? Well, you, you're, you, you, even if someone talks and hard about themselves, if you, if a person then would say something negative about him, that's verbal abuse. That's not Lashon Hara. Lashon Hara is if you tell somebody else about it. I'm saying in like a group. So in a group, that's for, again. I know, but he's saying in a group. So in a group, you get two things. You have two things that happen in a group. Number one is called verbal abuse. Onas Tvarim, which is terrible. You could embarrass him, which ain't lo chelik We just learned it the, uh, last night. And, and the third thing is it's Lashon Harak, 100%. Even if the guy's there, that's Lashon Harak. Even if the guy's like joking with it. Joking, yeah, that's, that's what he's saying. So the guy's standing right next to me. I'm talking to three other guys. I make a joke about him. Oh, whoa, looks, looks like you uh, have been eating well lately. Ha <laughs> ha, and everyone laughs, and he laughs also. So uh, that's Lashon Harak. Uh, Onaz Tvarim, terrible. See, the person says on himself, he's like, "Yeah, guys, you know, I've been really eating well." Right. So, so good. And then, and then, if if you laugh, are you are you? Yeah, yeah. Again? So then, yeah, of course. Why not? Yeah. So I gotta stop myself from laughing and just be like, very "Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's great. Beautiful. Yes, that's already Onaz Tvarim. That's not Lashon Harim." No, so he said on himself. Right, but that's still Onaz Tvarim. So Onaz Tvarim means I'm, that's verbal abuse. To the person, yeah, you're right. If you agree with the guy and laugh at him, why not? So you do tell, tell him to get help. He doesn't consider it abusive. Yeah, but he, yeah, you, but you, meaning you know that that's abusive. Just because someone degrades himself doesn't mean that what you, you know can he's like agree to degrade. Like he's not. Nobody's. Com- it's, it's not true. Nobody's comfortable being being hurting themselves, and you have to be able to. Uh, smell that out and be able to say, I, I don't want to hurt you. That's not, that's not funny. Like, Why I don't is care it funny? if you want to hurt yourself. Like, right, exactly. I'm not going to help you hurt yourself. Right? Correct. Good point, Yehuda. Very good. Shkok Yehuda. Very good. Yeah, yeah, you have to realize as you're going to learn more and more, everyone, it's very challenging because you're like, oh, I can't say this. I got to be careful with this. And if I say this, then someone of this. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. Oh, you mean I actually have to be so careful with every little thing I say because I might hurt someone? Yes. Absolutely. That what? Yeah. So what? So what? What? Nobody wants somebody to be to make fun. That's what you said. Good, but I'm saying, but still, someone's right, exactly. If someone's harming themselves, right? There's a there's a good child in the Gemara. That's why. Are you allowed to play? Totally off subject. You allowed to play paintball? Yes or no? Yes. yes. Not everybody holds you can play paintball. Why? Because of God. What? Could you play paintball with your father and shoot him? Seriously, for real? Maybe. Well, if you're doing it, for the, if you're doing it for the it's game, the answer is the answer is what? To play against your father, or your mother, could be everybody agrees you can't because you're causing a bruise. There's even a shy look here. So, so, so totally going off what topic, if they have but it's okay. Right. The, the, the what? 
whole, the whole thing is a game. Like, oh, oh good. So that's it's coming from. That's the shot. Let's say your father. It even goes like this: if your father, if you're a doctor and your father needs you to draw blood and you're doing him a favor, yes. there's a shot. Okay, you're saying it simply. There's a shaila in poskim whether you're allowed to because you're causing. Uh, chabura. That's you're doing the best thing. You're doing it for the right intention. So why is it? It doesn't matter. You're still causing a chabura. That's the point. That's a halachic thing. But what's the point? If someone comes over to you and says, "Yeah, I'm, I want you to punch me in the face," and because you're going to punch me in the face, you're going to cause me to bleed, right? The Gemara discusses it. If someone says, uh, "I want you to chop my hand off," are you allowed to? He wants you to. No, you're not allowed to. So now I'm not posking for people here not to play paintball. I'm just saying. Based on what we're talking about, just because someone is abusing himself does not give you a right to to uh, to abuse him. Let's yeah. let's say it's on something that's out of his control. Like let's say someone is bald, and he really did embrace the fact that he is bald. So is is he? What do you mean? So someone's someone's heavy, or someone has no, a big nose, oh. and and he didn't. It's not his fault that he has a big nose. You say, oh, nice big nose. That's, that, 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 that's No, but for what's when he's making the joke. Okay, so he grew up making fun of himself. That's terrible. Yeah, of course. No. Or, or that he's able to embrace it. So, I mean, it's a he's good not, thing. Okay. That's a high level. I don't know who's. Yeah, I hear. I so hear. it makes fun of their Jewish. I hear, but don't, but don't, but don't, don't, don't assume that, he's, that he accepts it. I wouldn't assume someone accepts it. Yes, Rabzev. What about a a done thing. What are the mother of the people? Any children? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Absolutely, usher. Absolutely, usher. Okay, you're talking about a batchen. You go to a batchen at a wedding. A batchen is a craft to do that. No, there are no no mother-in-law jokes or mother. They have a someone, uh, he does like ramen. Probably have to really know Yeah, correct, correct. When I say his mother in law jokes, people make jokes. We said this last night when we were talking about could you make jokes about Jews? You have to be careful. You have to be careful. The jokes you're making, it's not funny. It's funny because people think it's funny, but it's not funny. Why is it funny to make fun of other people? Someone was asking about the videos that went around. You know, with uh, Hamas, they're making fun of. You know, them. I'm not. I'm not getting into these these uh, evil people. But I'm saying we don't. We don't. Jo- we don't. We don't make. We don't make jokes about. It. We don't make jokes about other people. We don't make jokes. We don't put other people down. Okay, a guy is not lashon hara. That should be the worst of our problem. Making fun of. You know. Uh, you know, an evil person. But I'm saying, a, a, a yid is sensitive to, to other people's feelings. You know, if you're a soldier in the army and you have to do something, that's one thing. But we have to be very extra careful to, you know, to, to not have late sunness in front of anyone. Yeah. Uh, voters are yes. Correct. Correct. Voters are you can make fun of, but we don't have. I don't know if that applies so much. But yes, correct. There is. You, there are. There are things. Yes, you can make fun of of stupid things. You can make fun of people already. Now again, you're dealing with. Uh, 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 some, something that's terrible, like Rabbi Simon saying, of course you could you could make fun of them, you could knock them, but 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 we're not on that madriga. People are not doing it because uh, they're on that madriga. They want to make fun. I say in, in general, even with goyim, 
You have to learn not to make fun of people. You have to learn not to make jokes about other people. Okay, Hashem will help us all. We should be Zoha, each and every one of us. No, no, it's cheers. Just for the purity of speech. We should be Zoha to, uh, to, uh, to, to not speak any Lashon Hara or listen to any Lashon Hara. All of us, Bishchus, the soldiers, Bishchus, Klal Yisrael. Amen. Amen. Okay, I want to, I want to, um, um, we, we left off, la- I think it was last week when uh, I was uh, talking about this thing that I, that I heard from, uh, I forgot his name again. David Goggins. David Goggins. And here it is. Ready? Here we go. Everyone's all excited about this. This was the line, this is that I heard, and I think this is amazing. Ready? We'll start with this, and then we'll hear your thoughts. Um, what, I, what I thought was incredible is one of the things we focus on over here is, is, is oneself. Focus on yourself. And we'll, we'll start with the brain. This is what he said. This was the, I could send it to someone if they want to hear it. Um, he was talking about how your brain is the most powerful weapon that you have. Right? We've spoken about this before. That a person's brain um, has a certain amount of uh, repetitive thoughts. And your thoughts are 90% negative. And that a person wants to um, try and get control of your brain. Um, You have your phone, you have your uh, whatever it might be that you have to keep you busy during the day. If you spend, what do we say, a person spends about seven um, hours a day, eight hours a day average on his phone. So the other 18 hours a day, or the other 17 hours a day, you are left with your brain. Most of the time, the reason people um, are on their phone is to really numb their brain and to get out of their brain. People drink, people smoke, people uh, watch things in order to get out of their brain because their brain is their problem. So who's controlling who? I don't control my brain. My brain controls me. That is terrible, because what does that mean? That means that my negative thinking, and it means the way I think about things, I have no control over, and that when I'm not numbing my brain, and when I'm not distracting my brain, my brain takes me over. Here he goes. It's the only thing, your brain is the only thing you have when you are going through depression, when you are going through hard times when you are going through death, when you are going through real life challenges. You can't Google how to get out of this challenge. You need to figure out a way how to control your thinking and how to get on top of your thinking. Now, just on, when I was telling this over to my son, to Avram, who actually left today, uh, Baruch Shem, back to, back to Yeshiva, but Avram added that, um, and I, I put this in here because I, I like it a lot, he added that, that what we have is we have Torah, we have Tefillah, and we have Hashem, which means that your brain, when you're left without all of these things, you can insert Tefillah, you can insert Torah, you can insert um, Hashem, you can connect to Hashem, and that can give you the power over your brain as well. Right, as I've said, that Vayihi Yadav Emuna is that your hands are Emuna, and Emuna is above, is the only part of your body that you could put above your head. Because your head represents your brain, 
which is your seichel, but emuna and Hashem and Torah and Tfila can go above your seichel. So even if your brain is messed up, which we're going to talk about, because we're going to talk about fixing your thoughts, but a person through Torah, through Tfila, through emuna, he can go above his brain. You could go above your brain. Now you still have to fix your seichel, you still have to heal the way you think, but the pshat is that you're able to go rise above it, right? You could have a therapist, a therapist is once a week, let's say, even if it's twice a week, you could have your best friend, but the rest of the days you are alone with yourself, your brain talks to you certain ways and wants to control you. If you can't control your own brain and your brain controls you, you are in big, big trouble. What? Oh, oh, we'll talk about that. So that means you're negative, and that means you're repetitive. Again, if your thoughts and your brain are producing the same negative thoughts, 90% of your thoughts are negative and repetitive, I'm not my brain. I don't want to be my brain. Right, but I'm saying like me as my brain, my neshama is in my no, brain. No, no, no. So that's not true. So. Your, not your brain as your brain as your, your seichel, neshama shebesichli. Your thoughts. Your brain is your thinking. Your You're thinking. You are not your thoughts. You have to tell your brain where you want to go and how you want to go and how you will get there. You must control it if it's not, I'm sorry, you have to control it. If not, it's over. So if your brain, and that's where, by the way, machshava, we know are the same letters as, there's a keeper, besimcha. Machshava and besimcha and happiness are the same. Because depression comes, when it comes to depression, right, there's trauma. Our generation is very big into trauma. You guys are all big into trauma. In my day, no one said the word trauma. No one said the word trauma. The last 10 years, trauma, or five years, trauma became the, probably the most uh, used word out there. Trauma, even anxiety was not in my day growing up. As we got older, anxiety came in. Anxiety is more right? than trauma now. What? Anxiety is probably more than trauma now. Oh, yeah? Because even if you don't have trauma, everyone has anxiety. Right, right. Well, no, everyone has anxiety, correct. Well, my, why am I saying that? I'm saying that because the simcha is machshava. Now like this, machshava and simcha are the same letters. Machshava means thinking, your thoughts, now your thoughts. Now anyone who knows anything about psychology knows that one of the strongest ways to beat depression is through your thoughts, through thinking. That's what CBT is. That's what CBT is. CBT is not so popular anymore, it'll start becoming popular again, right? Because people, um, you could be in your, the world of healing and healing, but your life is a wreck. You gotta get yourself together. In order to get yourself together, you gotta fix your brain a little bit and, and fix your beliefs and your emotions, most of the time, come from your thinking. You think good, then you're able to feel good. Your emotions a lot of times follow your thoughts. And this is something we speak about a, a lot, right? In judging people, how you, you view things, how you, you view yourself. So you have to train your brain. That's what you have to do. You have to train your thinking and work on your thinking. And if you can do that, then you can do anything. You could be, it's the most powerful thing that a person could do. Anyone who's gone to the army, you speak to them about how they get to the levels that they've gotten to and they say one thing, one thing only. How do you get to, 
to be to excel in, in elite units and to be able to push yourself. What do they say? It's all mental. It's all mental. And the same goes as, as one of my favorite lines, and then I'll give you guys the mic a little bit. One of my favorite lines, which is that I, Baruch Hashem, was zochah to, to make up, that Hashem sent me, Rosh Hashanah, about six years ago, was it's harder to get out of your head than it is to get out of your bed. Nobody has problems getting out of bed. I mean, we all do because it's comfortable to be in your bed. So just get out of bed. No, you can't get out of your head. That's the problem. Most of our problems, 99% of our problems, are our head and our thinking. And when we learn to think differently and we learn to get control of our thoughts and not that our thoughts are controlling us, then you're able to be free and you're able to deal with a lot. You're able to deal with a lot. Now that's not a contradiction to healing trauma and going through a deeper emotional therapy or dealing with your emotions, but you must learn to get control of your brain. Okay, question, comments, and then we'll go to step two. Yeah, that's step one, yeah. We can talk over. Yeah, go. Go, Yisrael. And Question, comment. Like the biggest thing about like controlling your thoughts, which leads to your emotions, which also like leads to your actions, is most of these negative thoughts like aren't even us. Like a lot of time, it's from outside places. Right, not a lot of them. We've we've decided somehow that beautiful. us. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Say that one again. I like that so much. That most of the the negativity, the the self identification with that you're not enough, or all these negative thoughts aren't even from you. Correct. They've been put onto you from other people. Correct. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love it. That is so powerful. I, I'm so happy you said this, Sean. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because that is the second you can you can even say that, you're already free. You know why? Because once you realize this is what Aviel, what you were saying. The second that a person can separate his thoughts from who he is, then you could begin your journey to create and insert the thoughts that I want to have. Now the danger a little bit about what Yisrael is saying, not the danger, the sad thing about what you're saying is that if you grew up and you were the dumb one, quote unquote, and then you're validated by being dumb, quote unquote, and not succeeding, then it's very, very hard. If your mother, your father, your brothers, your whatever it is told you that he's this is, the, this is the smart one, this is the athletic one. This is the this, right? This is the good looking one, this is the that. Yeah, like a show, like, oh, he's a, uh, he's a nice guy. Right, correct. And when you're defined and you're labeled as a child, it could stick with you for your whole life. And to uproot that is very, very difficult. That's what the purity of speech says You just learned it yesterday. That what? Worse to see Lashon Hara on, on someone's inborn traits exactly. than his behavior. Exactly. Because your behavior, exactly. Very good, Avio. Because your behavior, that's why it's always important, God willing, when you are a parent, to, to never tell your child, right, you are, well, you're smart, that also. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're smart as also, right? You, you say you are doing something that is. You don't label. You have to be very careful from labeling. Even positively? Even positively. Correct. Why positive? Uh, right, right, exactly. 
Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, good. Again, because because any definition in someone, especially as a child, when you define someone as a child, you are implanting very dangerous things into a child. You'll be, you'll be trying to live up to that standard. Correct. You'll be trying to live up to that standard. It's all beautiful. Even if you nice. say you're a hard worker, nice. you can't live up no, to no, that. No, 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 no. That, that, so that could be good. And what if, if oh, I don't work hard, have, then I'm not good? Oh, okay, one second. Good, one second. Good, 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 good. Good, 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 good. Beautiful. I like that. They, 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 Yisrael's hitting it. Well, if you say you, you are working hard, I notice that you are working hard. I really think it's amazing that you're working hard. It must feel great that you're working hard. I see you're putting in. I had just recently, my daughter took her first um, Bagrut, which is like the, um, the regents. And she studied like crazy. And we, I always have this with my kids. Because afterwards I'm like, okay, are you ready? She's like, yes, I'm ready. I'm like, okay, then you did well. She's like, no, Tati, but you have to still do well to feel good, and I agree with that. I do agree that when you get the mark that says 90, or 95, or 85, or 100, whatever mark, so even if you, even if you um, put in all the work, and you actually sweat, and you actually did everything you had to do, but you don't do well, it doesn't feel good. But, but, and I'm underlining this but very much, is that I will argue with my children, and I will teach them that that is not true. What do I mean by that? Which means if you learn as early as you can to, to give yourself success based on your effort and your time and your energy, you will see in life consistently that that will happen. Because you could go ahead and be, and be investing in something, investing energy, investing time, and you will not see good results. That does not mean that you are failing. And the quicker a person can learn to, to label themselves based on their hard work, their effort, and true principles, the happier and really the reality that you will be living in. Because that is the reality. Because if you show up to work early, and you put in a, a, a lot of a hard job, and you work very difficult, it doesn't mean you're not gonna get fired. It doesn't mean that things might not work out for you. It doesn't mean that you're not gonna invest sometimes in a relationship with a woman, or invest in a relationship with someone, and you get rejected. That might happen to you. But I know, if I know that I did, I crossed my T's, and I, I spoke to someone recently, and the guy who's here in the shir, he knows exactly what I'm talking about, and he's gonna, whatever, I'm not, I'm not, obviously I'm not gonna mention his name, but we were talking about him and a relationship with somebody, and I said, of course you don't wanna be rejected. Nobody likes to be rejected. Nobody likes to be rejected. But could I say, and we spoke about this the other day, can I say that I did my part in the relationship? I was open with the person. I put myself out there with the person. And of course we want the result to be, oh, she responds positively, he responds positively. Of course we want that. But if you can learn. That's looking outside of yourself. Exactly. And, you'll, what, and you'll never be able to control that. You cannot, and that comes to the, the original thing. I cannot control that. And I won't be able to control that. But I could control, did I put my effort? Did I study well? Did I show up? Did I take notes? And when you learn to train yourself to live like that, to think like that, 
And, and it's something that you have to chazer over every day. You have to chazer over because the world does not say that's not anu hamelim or makabel chazer. Very few, if any of us, grew up like that. We all grew up results, results, results. The, the whole yeah. world is results, results, Schools. results. School. I always say, how many times, right? Even yeshiva, right? Even yeshiva. Even, even the marks. And I have this with my kids all the time. I have this with my kids all the time. The report card, I don't even look, I promise you. I, I put my hand on the marks. And I ask my kids every time with report cards. I say, let's go through the subject. How did you feel you did? I look at the midos, your effort. I, and I couldn't care less about anything else. Mamish, mamish, mamish. If there was a way I could erase those grades, I would. Why? Because it doesn't matter. It does not matter. What? It doesn't define the quality of a person. I'm ready for this? Ready for this? See? Right? What's the joke they say? The A student teaches the B student. I'm sorry. Yes. The A student will teach the B student how to work for the C student. That's the joke they said. The it's not a joke. The, there's, there's like a the A student will end up being now again. It's good. Like, not, I'm not. I'm not discouraging. And I don't want to discourage anyone from being an A student. But the way it works is the A student ends up being the teacher in the school who teaches the B student how to work for the C student. Now, what's the point of that? The point of that just is is that our judgment, as 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 we know, you know, our judgment. Of our success is based on a very, um, very uh, uh, limited, limited uh, success rate of who somebody is in or not success gauge of what is considered successful. If you're successful sitting in this chair, for right? Someone told me recently they were like, who? What were they talking about? Going to school, I forgot what it was. Maybe my wife was talking, we were talking about something. What were we talking about? I was talking with somebody recently that someone like the torture of being in school to like five in the afternoon, like six in the afternoon. Oh yeah, I know what I was talking Yeah, I know exactly. Someone was talking to me recently about a young child who's a great kid. I know the kid. Great, 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 great kid. This like 12 year old, 11 year old kid, great kid. This is someone in America, and that they're struggling now in school. Uh, and they're in school from 6 in the morning. They get up. They have to be in school at 7 o'clock. They're there until 5.30 in the afternoon in class. I'm like, Now, it doesn't mean that you don't have a percentage of kids who are good like that. Great. But what percentage? What percentage of the kids are, is that good for them? And then we base... Our, our value on that. Okay, we'll wrap up. Yes, sir, Zev. Kids acting, you know, dumb. Um, <laughs> what does that mean? We, we, we do something that for his age is not age-appropriate. But we, we are told. Again, it, it depends on what the case is. What does that mean? You know, nobody, no child is... is I don't know, I'm not sure if you're talking about cognitively. The, I don't know, even if kids are... Any child who does anything is trying to communicate something. He's trying to communicate something. No child does anything. Children don't know how to, to express themselves. They don't understand what they're feeling. 
a child, okay, there's a whole separate conversation. A child's actions, I'm talking about little children, is the communication of what they're thinking, what they're feeling. We do that also. When someone's sad and sleeps all day, they're not, they're not, they're not, they're, they're, they're showing us something about themselves. When a person's not doing something, they're, they're communicating something to us. Okay, beautiful. We'll stop over here. Yeah, Aviel? Referring to what we said about the effort, that that's what matters. Yeah. So I heard a beautiful shot. Yeah. Plus, like if you notice, it says, Right. person, according to his actions. So people add, like, before she asked, like, what's the chiddush? Of course, like, every person pays his workers of like, nice. what they did. So nice. Like, what's so chesed about it? Nice. So it says that Hashem is not like based in here. Here, people pay for the results. If let's say you ask for someone to build you a table, and you worked hard for 20 hours on the table, but eventually right. the table, I don't know, broke or something, right. you're not going to pay him a penny. Right. Because I, I asked the table, but Hashem is not like that. Hashem pays for our effort and our Beautiful. Own, not necessarily for our results. Beautiful. And one of the things that we can learn from just today is, is what do I tell myself? Pay attention. This is really step two. Step two, Mitzvah Hashem, tomorrow is pay attention to your thoughts. It's good. We need to stay in the process. <laughs> yeah, yeah, correct. But, the, but the, second, the next step is start paying attention to what you feed yourself in your brain with, with yourself. What? Great, great. But get clear. Get clear how you talk to yourself. Get clear how you talk to yourself. Because the way you talk to yourself is the way you're going to talk to your wife, and the way you're going to talk to your children. And the way you talk to yourself is very, very... Most of our talking to ourselves is, is very, very... We talk down to ourselves. We talk negative to ourselves. We are not nice to ourselves. Yeah, I agree, but like... Thoughts only come in, like, like times like where you're fully like away, like, like Friday night when you're trying to fall asleep and then you're in bed. Like the, the weirdest and the most random thoughts are going to pass or the current come in and it's, it's, it's why you're, I'm just curious, why would you pick Friday night? So don't. So what? You know, so you know what you're not away from? You're actually the closest to yourself. Yourself. Right. And that's why all those And that's who you are. That's really who you are. That's exact you just summed up the entire thing that we were saying to you. That's exactly who you are. Those thoughts are and that's why people like to run away from themselves. Because they scare the daylight out of themselves. Because nobody wants to be with somebody who is who is mean and negative, and it's scary because you can't get away from them. You can't get away from them. When you have your own thoughts, you can't get away from your own thoughts. You ever have that feeling? I can't get, a, I can't get away from my, I can't get away? Yeah, it's H-E-L-L, literal. I just want to sleep and wake up the next morning. Right, exactly, yeah. correct. But like, how, how come, okay. how come, how come like, 
even like when you when you don't want to, okay, like you would get up, you would go drink some water, maybe even forget a little bit of it. It just goes right back into it. Of course, but why do I want to? Yeah, I don't want to forget. I want to. I want to correct. This will tell you your segue for tomorrow. So we'll start off. Mr. Shemad, you have something? We'll start off tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Have a wonderful, wonderful first night of the rest of your life.